We are back. It is Got Nothing For You. I'm Devin. Pat was a prophet this week, so I don't know if you want to kick it off with the with the big three words, the three words we love starting the show with. Drop you know? yo buffs. Yeah. <laughs> Drop your buffs. We didn't, we didn't coordinate that one. I'm happy you knew it. No. Uh, big stuff, man. They, they, they did a tribe swap right off the jump. I thought it was going to be a challenge. Um, and then you called it, sir. Five, five, five. The three, yeah. I mean, it was just simple math. There's 15 left, but yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate you putting me on profit level with that. Uh, no, it's exciting. I wish again that it wasn't, uh, you know, such a uh, kind of unfortunate draw across the board. Yet again, you know, the first, the first time we did it, there was 18, and on both tribes were five original Navidi, four original Malolo. So Navidi had the numbers, and then remarkably, we end up with. Three Navidi, three original Navidi, and two original Malolo on all three tribes. It's just, I don't know, Crazy. and it, yeah, it, I, I wish that it shook it up a little bit more, but always fun when they mix it up and uh, break up some, some what I think are getting a little stale power alliances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was great. I was excited about it. It was the the third. I just I saw the the third color, and I thought that maybe they were like sending one person away. I completely forgot yeah. that you said three tribes until I saw them standing there. So <laughs> it was awesome. I was so excited about it. Um, we have a new tribe. So in, in addition to Navidi and Malolo, there is Yanuya, and um, I thought was well, we can we can start there real quick. So right. I thought that was real cool. We have um, Wendell. Uh, Yununu is uh, Sebastian's uh, over there. Oh yeah, Chris, uh, Jenna, Chris is Laurel, over there. Sebastian, this, and Wendell. This is the dream team, man. Like at least on the physical side of things, and I think that they have enough to complement it. But you know, Chris is a college baseball player. Laurel, we found out, is a college volleyball player. Wendell's making furniture. Sebastian's a, a fisherman, and I think I kept calling her uh, Jess last episode, but Jenna. Uh, and am I doing that right? It's yeah. Jenna, right? Okay. Yeah, I want to make yeah, sure. Yeah. I think I corrected you to make you call her by the wrong name last episode. <laughs> but, uh, she, she, she has a, a fierceness to her that she I think also? is so. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm terrified of her. So I think that they have a really, really formidable challenge squad. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone in my entire life who's, attractiveness just bears so heavily on whether she's smiling or not because she's not smiling she's like unappealing and then she yeah. smiles it's just like everything just like works somehow yeah it's yeah, yeah yeah i mean um she's gonna be winning more so i mean she was, she was down on the bottom of malolo so she's been frowning a lot recently but yeah yeah for real uh so you mentioned that laurel um was a volleyball player. We, we found out that Chris also played volleyball and was obviously incredible at it. Uh, and they played mm, into right. this, like this storyline about Chris, uh, kind of like being this uber superficial dude who like wants to tell everyone about every conquest he's ever had. Um, and Laurel seemed to seem to see right through it. So I, I was, I was more and more, you know, impressed with your pick of Laurel, uh, this week than, than I thought I was, uh, would be, uh, before. Yeah, I mean, she said it in this episode where she said, uh, I, I didn't articulate this as well as I could have, but uh, when, I, when I picked her, but this is kind of what I was going for, she said that I can be who people need me to be. And I feel like that that's just something that she has. And it's something that some people just have. And I think she really, really is 
able just to kind of you know, Chris like you know I've been a model oh I won a state volleyball championship with my rec league or whatever and she's acting impressed by this meanwhile we know that she just can't stand the guy or at least can't stand <laughs> yeah. his his uh, his antics I think that she's able to separate yeah. those two things uh, well which allows her to ride that line yeah, yeah, we do know she's going to be the beneficiary of uh, some good Chris, good Chris uh, athleticism. Chris, uh, in the most just <laughs> sincere voice I think I've maybe ever heard in my entire life, saying that uh, for some crazy reason people think models might be self-absorbed or dumb, and he is like, but I'm just going to be. Uh, the beneficiary of my athletic ability, which is impressive because he used a noun as a verb and he didn't even pronounce it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that this man knows how ridiculous he sounds when he talks. You know, I, I, because I think that he truly believes what he's saying. I think that he doesn't realize the irony in 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 every confessional that he has. <laughs> Yeah, in a certain way, it was like the least annoyed I've been with him over any episode, just because it, it became so clear that he's just like absolutely clueless. He has no self awareness about any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can't you can't really fault the guy for being, you know, being an asshole when he's that far out of touch. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just yeah. is what it is. Uh, just to, to toot my own horn a little bit, I, I thought that Wendell did a good job of kind of like playing yeah. Chris along, not that it seems to be something that's super difficult, and and winning uh, Seb back a, a bit with uh, giving him the old conch <laughs> shell, which I don't know I don't know how we made it through four episodes without Seb saying the words conch shell, but, uh, you know, here it is, and, and uh, Wendell just kind of playing the game and making the, the social connections that he needs to get up from the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of surprising to me. Uh, I mean, maybe it shouldn't be, but... Uh, so this is how it must have gone down. They went to what they thought was a challenge, and they ended up they had to drop their buffs. And Sebastian went to the Malolo camp. He was no longer at Navidi. And so what must have happened prior to that is he must have been talking so much about this shell that Wendell said, "You know what? When he got back to Navidi, I'm I'm gonna keep this shell and then give it to Sebastian again if I see him again if I can." And but just but. Because then he gives it to him, and man, I've never seen someone happier to receive something so trivial. And I think there's a little bit of beauty in that, that Sebastian mm. could just, and, and I, I kind of keep, I like where he's at, just because he's, if he could find happiness in a shell, that's going to serve you well on day 30, when you're at the bottom. And, all, <laughs> and also when he, uh, if he wins a million dollars, he might just hurl himself off a cliff because he's not, not sure what to do with all the, the, the just pure joy in his body. <laughs> Yeah, it could buy a lot of shells. I don't know what he's going to do with all that, but I, I really don't know how this this man, like you know, survives out on the open water. It just seems like yeah. he uh, will just be distracted and go with whatever. But um, they have a really cool and interesting tribe. I think that Chris doesn't realize the kind of trouble he'd be in should they go to tribe. I mean, I think that that would be a pretty yeah, yeah mundane yeah. tribal. I think Chris would think that he's getting his way and get a four one vote in his direction. Uh, but I also and- don't think they're going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't think that, or, or sorry, the, the le- my least favorite thing about the tribe swap was that we don't have Dom and Chris anymore. And so, like, then I was, like, rooting for Chris in a weird way because, like, I want to see that, that battle go down. So I wanted, because I thought that if he, obviously, like you were saying, if he if they went to tribal, that he was going to be he was gonna be gone. So right. I just was, like, hoping to preserve him as, as long as we can. Um, yeah, I also he, made that he, guarantee to the, to the podcast last week. So we're going <laughs> to... I'm I'm rooting for that one as well. 
the people are tracking it. Um, I made two guarantees last week, so <laughs> that uh, that one's that one's a little jeopardy. And in <laughs> the what other the side other of one? that, the other side of that. Well, the reason I would say it's a little in jeopardy is I think that um, you know, obviously, we touched on Chris. I don't think they're going to lose, but if they do. Um, and also, I felt like Dom, with his new tribe at, uh, I believe he went to the Navidi tribe. He's in the Navidi tribe. Uh, and he's over there with Bradley, Donathan, I believe Libby, and, and Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, and I feel like he kind of got a little too comfortable. What did you think about that when he got back to camp? For sure, he was just like so giddy to not be around Chris for the first time on this game. That he was he was playing it fast and loose and saying that like now's the time and like for for me to like make moves and that I am in control and I was like you know especially at first before you saw the relationships that he had with anyone I was like ooh buddy maybe slow your roll yeah he, I mean we like him but like he does seem to be <laughs> abrasive uh, to a certain extent so I don't know like like just like yeah. calling out Chelsea for crying and stuff and then he did it in a nice way but just like those types of things that he's just, yeah. like, doing constantly here. I I think that he um he draws a pretty firm line in the sand. I don't think people are are going to be lukewarm on Don. Yeah. It's either you're you're, you're he's your, he's someone that you can respond to, or he's someone that you just don't. Uh, Chris didn't. Yeah. But you know I I I will I will point out too that I think we're at fourteen right now, so he's can't use his legacy advantage, which I believe gives him an extra vote at the next tribal, but in two tribals he could yeah and he uh, so we'll see how that plays the immunity out. idol as well he does he does yeah. and i think that um i i think that if he has the opportunity to use the legacy advantage he'll use that and yeah. not play his idol because i don't sure. think you have a guarantee to get down to six that's a pretty risky right. thing to hold on to whereas the idol you'd probably want to hold on to that for the the promised chris dom showdown yeah, well, I guess we'll see what what happens with the. It, it kind of depends on the numbers for the the advantage, but interesting to see what happens. Yeah, either way, could um, you really blame I, him? Could you blame him for just having that outpouring of joy when he got away from Chris? <laughs> like it's it's not like we see him once a week and we see that they're kind of at each other's throats. They sit in the same camp day after day. This is day fifteen. He's been yeah. with Chris for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, no, that is a lot of uh, just listening to someone's self-indulgence in themselves. It's, uh, yeah, nah, I, w- I would snap. I think we both know I would snap, so yeah. I can't. I Do you can't think he's imagine. got a? You think he's got a bullpen set up at Navidi where he's just hucking coconuts <laughs> after that last challenge? <laughs> just, just, just shooting fucking peas out there, man. Yeah, just say, hey, Wendell, come check this one out, man. I just yeah. grooved it right down the middle. Yeah. You're not going to believe it. It was the most perfect pitch ever. I know I don't look like the type of guy that can do that. but Watch this one. Watch this one. <laughs> uh, he's the worst. And and uh, But but speaking of the worst, um, <laughs> <laughs> enemy of the pod, uh, Bradley, um, thank, thank, you know, thoughts and prayers out to Bradley for the time that he sent on the beach that had sand on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's now back to the, the, cushy, the cushy life. So uh, hopefully the big sand lobbies will get off of his back. Um, Made me so mad. Made me so mad. I, I know what it made me mad that he he was buddy buddy with Donathan and or sorry um uh, Dominic and and then I'm gonna do my Bradley impression here, which is again just fantastic, fantastic mm-hmm. podcast content. Yeah, uh, I'm just closing my eyes to visualize it <laughs> with all of our listeners. 
<laughs> he does that thing where he doesn't open his mouth the whole way. He's like, you know, it's really good to be back here on like a, a, a beach that doesn't have dirt. <laughs> I could see it. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, but it really upset me that, uh, especially after we railroaded him for complaining about the dirt, that he got to go back to get all the furniture, Ugh. the nice thing. There's less people there now. They have coffee. He's in heaven. He gets to spend time with Donathan. Like it's just, ugh, it just makes me feel grimy. I but, would love to switch him and Wendell so that he would be oh. on a new tribe that doesn't have a, the like, greatest interior designer of all time. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and then and then he would also have to be dealing with Chris. I think that like that you would really see his uh, Ooh. him get teared apart. But that uh, is as spicy. it were, that is yeah, spicy. Yeah, yeah. There's some uh, there's some big personalities that I we might actually maybe we should start rooting for these guys to make the merge and play. Yeah, we were talking about you know off air that the uh, there are so many people this season that we do not like, and it, it seems that a lot of them are in like a, a solid position of power, so that we will probably like like I'm at a point like even like with Chris where I told you I, I said earlier I was I was rooting for him to a certain extent because like I want to see this battle and I want to see these like a-holes just rip each other apart and, and hopefully for me you know wendell stays off to the side and just kind of like pulls the strings <laughs> yeah yeah i was as you were saying that i was thinking about my other guarantee which was that um next this this episode would have ghost island and someone would get the chance to play a challenge and they they would play it none of that happened no ghost uh, island so at all i actually am zero for one on my guarantees so i might have to make another one tonight build the percentage up Happy yeah, opening yeah, yeah. day, folks! The first, the first, <laughs> the first at bats aren't really uh, indicative of the the sum of one's work. It's called a batting average for a reason, right? Right. Yeah, for real. And the more abs, the better. <laughs> uh, so from there, we we, we popped into uh, the immunity challenge. It's a challenge they do frequently, uh, if not yeah. most seasons, if not every season. Uh, so you, you have the four four tribe members blindfolded uh, and. Uh, paired off so they're tied together and then the fifth tribe member is not blindfolded and shouting at directions um they gotta go and get those flags and then or sorry the bags and then put the puzzle together with the bags yeah was the blindfolded puzzle a new twist i don't recall seeing that part of the challenges before i yeah it was i was happy about it i was interested because i was like oh now they just put this puzzle together but um yeah i don't remember but i thought it was a really really good addition uh if it's new or, or not that was like a more frustrating like version of that challenge like it only got harder yeah and well i don't know it definitely got harder for desiree but it <laughs> it, it, it i think that um uh so we learned a lot about uh three people in this challenge because like you said there's there's 15 people in this game and only three of them have uh, the gift of sight and the responsibility to communicate in this challenge. So as far as challenge weight goes, uh, I think that this is, you know, I don't know how much weight, you know, obviously didn't have a huge weight in the end, but um, I think the, you learn a lot about people in challenges like this. Um, and what I think we learned about Wendell is that he is very, very poised. Uh, he made what, in my opinion, was an egregious error by leaving oh, one of the yeah, bags behind. Yeah, leaving the bag right by the thing. And he was able to make up for that. Seemed to never really even be flustered. Yeah. And was with a with a confidence that led uh, 
you know, don't want to call him Dumb and Dumber, but uh, Chris and Sebastian to victory uh, <laughs> in the puzzle. Uh, and then I think we learned a lot about Dom, uh, Dominic as well. Dominic, again, very, very composed in the puzzle section. Where Yeah, I thought he was solid. Yeah, he described the shape of the puzzle, what they wanted to do. I thought the instructions were clear. But the the, the, the describing of... The, or I'll finish your thought, and then because this is going to transition. My, my thoughts, my thoughts on, uh, on on Desiree. I was I was done with Dom. So if you have something on Dom, go ahead. Well, I, yeah, then it's a good transition into Desiree because Desiree and um, Malolo got to the the puzzle first with like a, a, a like a big advantage, sizable um, lead. Yeah. And when Dom got up there, and Dom got up there second, it was it was shocking to me that I was impressed that he pointed out the puzzle was a circle because Desiree had been doing the puzzle for two minutes at that point and had yet to tell anyone what the shape of it was. I don't think she gave anybody a, like a concrete instruction. I think mm-hmm. that what, uh, and I, for me, this was the, the, the tale of two challenges for Desiree uh, because at the very beginning of the challenge, oftentimes you see people have a failure to communicate. They're not able to, they're not able to get the blindfold of people to go where they want to do or listen to them. And I don't think I've ever seen somebody instruct people throughout the obstacle course better than Desiree did. She was she was loud. She was direct. She was very clear in her instructions. And yeah. even when she was leading the people, she was just running them straight into walls. These chal- – I mean, uh, we could finish I'll, – I'll, fin- I'll come back on that because I, I had there's some absolute comedy in this challenge. Yeah, uh, it was but, really solid. Yeah, it was a great challenge. This was, this was definitely the highlight of the episode. But at the puzzle section, where I feel like that exact approach is the opposite of what you need. You need to be able to communicate how things go together and how to work together. And you need to take the air out of the room. You need to be calm. And Kellen, who I am, you know, she is, for me, she's past Chris. And, and to the, She sucks. Yeah, to, on the enemy of the cast spectrum. She's past Chris. Yeah. Uh, she's not at Bradley yet, but I think she's rising if we had a numerical ranking, she's probably rising faster than Bradley is, even though Bradley's ahead. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, but she has uh, more. She's more forward momentum in the in the suck category for real. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the and she and I realized this this episode that she, she kind of sucks. Like she's not even good at the game, right? Like like if she weren't like gifted into this position of like power with with right. good players and as much as we hate bradley i think he's bradley's a good player proven to this point yeah. that he's he's at least a decent player right uh and and she got tied to his his wagon and, and like that has helped her so much i thought but yeah she, she's the worst man and uh i i, I was uh, i would agree with you with with desiree and the, and the shouting uh i thought that um she was she was so solid in the first part but it, it made me think that she wasn't um she didn't understand that the reason she was shouting in the first section was because the, the people were a good distance away from her. Because yeah. by the time they got to the puzzle, she was still shouting like just as loud. It was like, no, 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 like calm it down a little bit. And yeah, use your indoor I, voice. Yeah. <laughs> Especially knowing her audience. Yeah. Like, I, oh. I feel like she's been in alliance with Kellen since day one, I think. I think they've been on the trial from the very beginning. I feel yeah. like you can know throughout two weeks that this is not the type of person that responds well under pressure. The least surprising moment in this episode was in Kellen. was like, could you not yell at me, please? Yeah, please don't yell at me. Yeah. 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 But, oh, brutal, yeah. And I, yeah, and, and to your point, I think as much as some people have been the victim, victim of circumstance, mm-hmm. um, you know, Brendan, uh, Stephanie Michael. Johnson, uh, Michael, even though he's playing really damn well from the bottom, yeah. like impressively so, um, you know, it, I think that Kellen's on the flip side of that, where she's just been the beneficiary of 
<laughs> beneficiary of uh, circumstance along with uh, in this episode Desiree uh, yeah. without that original alliance which I was a little disappointed you know Angela kind of stuck with but uh, right. Desiree would have been going home in in, mm-hmm. in my opinion just you know, really anybody's book yeah uh, before, before we would move away from the challenge just that we, we had some solid just grade A collisions today the, yeah where- people were getting lit up Libby uh, first, like bust her lip uh, on the on the like whatever barn that they had to crawl into. Uh, that one was really really solid. She had genuinely no idea. And then oh, who walked into the the podium? Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. took a. It looked like she tripped and then catapulted her head into the podium. And this was after the, uh, you know, probably aside from. Uh, it was on, uh, I think, one of the, like the Blood vs. Waters there, uh, where Drew absolutely annihilated Chrissy with a wicked stepmother oh, speech. Yeah. That was my favorite moment in Survivor history. But this one is up there for like meaningless moments when they were spinning something. Oh my god, that was so Donovan's good! Donovan's way of helping was just grabbing Chelsea by the waist and spinning her around. And I think he swore for the first time in his life on this episode. He did. He did. There was a lot of firsts for him. That's the closest he's gotten to a woman, and 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 we know he's not interested. But it just it is. And the spinning technique was, it's he's an innovator. We talk we talk about four D chess. You yeah. know what I mean? We we talk about just next level stuff, and that is exactly what Donathan was doing. That's, that's outplay and outwit <laughs> in a single move. I wonder with. Um, Chelsea taking that digger uh, that do we get the independent uh, official official to come out there and oh yeah and, uh, the concussion check, tent check her out for the level two concussion yeah I yeah don't know. we should have gotten her know. in a concussion tent there should have yeah, been a delay there and also she's I mean, in the protocol wait no she didn't go I was she wasn't on Desiree's team Desiree was running people through the obstacle course still in she she led her team into the poles yeah like while running oh my god. Yeah, it was brutal. Even when directing, Michael Michael like went head ass over key te- tea kettle into the uh, into yeah. the one that you had to dig dig into yeah. like, a, like a bull weevil. So oh, yeah. it was a really fun challenge. And you're right; they do seemingly an iteration of that most yeah. seasons because um, I think it really does put a really big stress on communication and teamwork, which is something that a good challenge, in my opinion, does because it makes you question people and things and solidifies yeah. things so uh it's it's For just sure. a it's one of those challenges that you know if you're new to the show you're gonna see a lot of it so so enjoy them right and, wa- and we'll look out for the spin move in the future yeah yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's gonna be a deadly one that is a uh, circle on your ps2 controller um so malola loses and desiree actually who had been in this position of power for for a few weeks now despite going to tribal like five weeks in a row really really did her best like she was so poor at the, the latter portion of that challenge that she was very much being considered uh to, to to go home um i was happy about that i think that that like movement of five was was endlessly boring mm-hmm. i think kellen is bad at the game and she deserves to go home um i don't necessarily know that desiree is bad she's just like let her emotions get the best of her in the challenge uh but you know we come into this malolo camp and kellen is just saying you know she wants james out james is done doesn't doesn't matter keeping the the tribe strong quite as much like just need to get these people out these are two more people we can vote out to get us mm-hmm. closer to, to the merge yeah it it um it seemed uh in the in the end 
um, I think that the edit was designed to kind of confuse us a little bit because it seemed going into it that Angela was going to be really on the fence and the swing vote between a uh, it was going to go 3-2 and it was going to be either James going home or Desiree going home and the other one would have two yeah. votes on him. That's how it seemed and in the end Michael voted uh, against James. Um, I didn't really yeah. think it was much of a blind side. I mean uh, I thought it was like one of them was going home. It wasn't it wasn't a blind James, side as James thought it was, but I mean James trusted Michael. Yeah, I think I think the editing. I mean, there was definitely some clever editing in there, but the 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 idea of um, Angela saying to Kellen that like I'm I don't know who I'm voting for. It's like real. Like that's not editing. There was oh, no yeah. way that oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So there was there was definitely some sort of like confliction in her, and I think I think you'd mentioned it earlier, but yeah. um, that Angela probably went to Mike and said this is what's going to happen and for him it's just like if he knows that one person's already going to vote for James why not also vote for him make sure that he goes home which just like grants you another week and then maybe maybe you know you can win an immunity next week yeah and and even even in that I think that um, um, I think that Angela I don't think Angela is sold on Kellen and Desiree I just don't think she had a reason to go against them I think that she, she I think she just thought James was there there would I think that the the value of getting rid of Jane or getting rid of one of her two that she could still kind of trust or maybe yeah. use versus getting rid of James it wasn't there for yeah she she might have I mean she might have seen James as like a, a physical threat later in the game I thought that was um you know a good like point to bring up uh but I mean I would have clapped back there when they said that you know physical challenges later in the game were such a such a threat, like no. half the half the time when you have the, I mean they are right, but like it's not like what you think as physical, a, like just aesthetically, like they do a very good tiny, job of like levelizing it. Yeah, and like like Ty, like this tiny little guy who was like yeah, definitely like Keith gifted at these challenges. Yeah, Keith yeah, and they're was, just like yeah, Keith was incredible. I mean, I mean for what it's worth though, a lot of it is kind of like core strength and endurance, yeah. and that's where you could see James doing well, and also he succeeded at puzzles so far so mm. i could kind of see That's that point, but yeah. uh yeah to, to, to the point you mentioned um i think that in order for michael to have voted for james angela had to have said something to him yeah and, yeah, ki- yeah. and so what that gives me a little bit of confidence in is that angela and michael are more in cahoots than angela is with kellen and desiree so when this tribe or if this tribe which i mean it's a very real possibility that this tribe loses it's also a very real possibility that next episode is a double tribal and then we go to the merge after that you know there's there's a lot at play here so uh i think that i mean i i'm just so impressed with michael man i really am yeah i think that especially for being 18 years old i think he just gets it and maybe this is someone who's just born into the gameplay era of survivor and he's but he's He's ahead of everything. He really yeah, is. There was one point on the beach where I like was like lost in his eyes, and I was like, "There's no way that dude is fucking 18 years old, man." He was. It's just like the way he's carrying himself with James, and James is like a what 25 year old professional, like, and and he clearly had no idea. Like, he, why why would he? Why would right. he even think that he might be 18? Uh, I think you yeah. Know, to one of your points that Libby and Michael like that is a Angela, relationship Angela. that. Uh, sorry, uh, and Angela. Yeah, that's right. a relationship we should get used to. Um, because you you heard her say that like these two Kellen and Desiree are very close and like obviously I'm I'm the third and 
I, I think there's just too much evidence there that she probably hadn't. I mean, she definitely had an off camera conversation with, uh, with, with Michael and it, yeah. You know, yeah. Though so, so if, if they, if they do lose and who knows, maybe Ghost Island comes back next week and there's an advantage, you, you never know. But if yeah. they, if they do lose and they have a strong two, two, right. We, we know Angela's not afraid to draw rocks. Yeah. I can't imagine Michael flipping on Angela. Or maybe he would. Maybe he'd just say, I don't want to draw rocks, and I'm going to stick with you guys right now, and then we'll sort it out after the merge. Because he seems like a survive and advance type of guy. Yeah, that's interesting uh, with that tribe, if there was Ghost Island. Wait, this might be when hosts aren't listening. I don't know if you just said this. The um, There's four of them, and they draw rocks to go to Ghost Island. If, But if they were to pick someone, like, don't you think they would pick one of the Navides because it's three versus uh-huh. one? Well, oh, I'll, I was saying draw rocks at tribal if they were to go to tribal okay. again. But yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. Oh, I think gotcha. like I, I, I don't see anybody not going to rocks at Ghost Island. I think that's just kind of been said as the precedent, which I don't really like. But I think that you, sh- I, I, I think that I don't know. I, I, if, I, if I think that the, Island, the the alliance that they're too strong with those original alliances still, which just drives me nuts. Yeah. But I, I just don't see them coming to a consensus because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, kind of my point is that if, um, if either Kellen or Desiree go to Ghost Island, then I think the other one is probably going to get voted out because it seems like Michael and Libby might might just roll together at this point. So it'd be a, a way to get the numbers back into the. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever we're at now with like two tribe swaps, the original. Yeah, Molo, and I, I mean, uh, you you got to think that um, that Kellen and Des are feeling pretty down and out. Like they have both. Yeah. I mean, Kellen is putting a lot of weight on herself. I think some of it justified. I think some of it she's being too hard on herself, um, even though I have no problem being hard on her. It's just I think that she's taking what was a maybe minor mistake of her own and turning it into this big failure of hers. You know, I think that's part right. of her own little self journey of living her best life and making sure that she's proud of herself and all that. And I think she's, yeah, you know, she wasn't really at fault of that one puzzle challenge like a couple episodes ago and she like started crying saying she lost the challenge so i think that there's enough like if they were to lose again for desiree or um kellen to just kind of break almost you know Um, but i would also like to see one of that five be knocked out yeah yeah, me too i I, i'm done with those guys yeah i know i know but now we're like we you gotta get to emerge because bradley and and dom seem to be tied together and it's just I don't. I don't know. I just don't get the feeling that Dom's going anywhere for for a little bit. You think there's um, a chance Dom uh, Dom and Bradley get at odds? It didn't seem like it this episode, but that's really our only shot. I could see Bradley like having a confessional, being like, "I mean, it's just a loose cannon. Like, I can't have him around anymore. He's got to go." Yeah, uh, he's for. I will give Bradley credit for this one thing. He is leaning in to being a villain. He might have earned himself a second season. Next heroes versus villains. Oh yeah, you know he's. I mean, yeah. I, you know I can't believe how fantastic I am. Like I knew I was fantastic, but I didn't think I'd be this fantastic. Like at no, that just point, kidding. I was I like, it'd be you know exceptional. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he he he's he's just living out that Disney villain role that he's been dreaming about his whole life, and <laughs> and uh, you know. So I will give him that. I will give him that. If you're gonna if you're gonna be the heel, lean into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, yeah. I can't wait to see his his villain uh, musical set if, if we're gonna make a. A survivor musical out of it yeah, it'd be, it'd oh, be yeah. solid um we had a little bit of a uh you know we didn't get our typical ghost island um introspective sob yeah. story situation but but we got a little bit of that with with libby and 
some of the sob stories, I guess, have been, I don't know. I'm just prone to make fun of them. You say, are like, you yeah, talking about Angela again? Angela, yeah. Oh, not fine. I said Libby. Keep saying Libby, yeah. Um, so Angela, yeah, Angela's little sob story. And I, I, I wrote it in my notes, but I was like, I don't know if this is me just like giving some sort of like preference to like a, a veteran or something. Mm-hmm. But like that one got to me a little bit where I was like, ah, dang. Like yeah, she's like positioned it like everyone's leaving. Yeah. And it also, I mean, it's one, the position of it and it's two, um, you know, we haven't, we don't know a lot about Angela yet. You know, I know that she was my, my original lock and I, I, I like a lot of things about kind of her demeanor and how yeah. she, you know, she, she seems to be a listener first. Um, yeah, like but we didn't, you know, with with uh, with Chris or with Kellen, you know, we got and I mean, I guess you know, I'm I'm not, I guess I guess Donathan has has a has a story of his own. Um, you know, we when you learn a little bit about the person before, you kind of can go into those stories with you you, you already have your judgments of that person. So when mm-hmm. Donathan tells his story, which is remarkably similar to Chris, it's just two different right. perceptions, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> and you know, not to say I don't you know feel for Chris in his situation, but uh, he, he's, he's still an ass. Like those are, yeah, yeah. they're not mutually exclusive. Uh, For sure. Whereas Donathan's the opposite, and, and, and Angela, yeah, she did position it in such a way where, you know, she got divorced and and her daughter left. So you know, her yeah, what she had known for presumably the last eighteen years of her life is is now gone, and and mm-hmm. and she's feeling that loneliness on Survivor, uh, and I think that is one of the powerful things about Survivor that it still gets to me as much as a, of a cynic as I am is is that these people really seem to have very cathartic moments on this show yeah. um and we see you know J- james you know we we lost a good one and at least a good person i don't know if james was a great survivor but uh you know i think he could have been i'll i'll maintain that thankfully i didn't slop, slide him into the lock thankfully i picked laurel but uh, <laughs> really yeah i was still you you read my notes in the middle of the episode i was saying james might win this game yeah, so, yeah, James is going far in this in this game. And that's no, and I. That's a it's a people's podcast. I got to be transparent for the people. That's what I was feeling in the moment. I'm not going to come on here and say, you know, you you were not a fan of James in the episode. And I got an email, and the people appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we could, we yeah. could go to the record. We won't because <laughs> believe it or it not, we like tone it down a little bit for the for the show. <laughs> the um, the the yeah, the Jamesness of this episode was was. Uh, it was real and it was cathartic and it was uh, nice to see a poor survivor go home. He was a little too shocked at the yeah. uh, blind side. Like he was, <laughs> like he went into that like probably going home. Like like whatever the editing ended up to be. Like he was probably going home if you were gonna like uh, if Vegas was making odds on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so like just the long stare was uh, another another reaction in the long line of people in the season who have who have needed to have like the last word or whatever and then he was super respectful and yeah it's like it's like calling a girl crazy and then she gets you like a very thoughtful gift or something like he he was a little too uh yeah i think well i mean what he what he did too is he i think he was right to feel betrayed by michael but if he had just opened his eyes Michael's vote was meaningless. He was going home. Yeah. You know, it, Michael made a move for him, and he said so much as he left with Jeff, and then he had a very, I think, um, you know, a humble final yeah, good. confessional yeah. where he talked about how he really came out of this a better person. And and I and you and you're right. If 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 Chris said that, I'd be telling him to fuck off. But <laughs> I, I believe James. You know. Uh, yeah, for sure. 
So what do you what are you kind of feeling about these new tribes? Like how do you think what are you looking for in the next episode? Assuming these these the, this three stays because we know we could go to emerge. You know, they might have them drop their buffs again and go to two tribes of seven, bring back Ghost Island. We don't really know what's going to happen, but let's assume that these three stay. What What are you looking for? So I am looking to see if Wendell can continue to play these relationships as well as he's going to, because I think that's really the only storyline you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe, maybe if you make it less Wendell-centric, that, like, is the rest of the tribe going to... Almost like look for something to complain uh, about, and then and then just kind of realize how awful Chris is. Um, so maybe maybe that happens there because uh, I don't think they're losing. Oh, it's the dream team, baby. And then I I do I, I Bradley's so grating for me as a as a human that I just can't imagine him not getting on his tribe's nerves. So. I'm always, always watching for someone to be like, you know what, Bradley's kind of the worst. Like he just everything he says kind of sucks because he kind of sucks. Um, so that's why that's what I was seeing there. But th- they might go to tribal. I don't, I don't know. We, we'll see. Uh, and then with Malolo, uh, just looking out for my guy Mike because he, if you were just looking at it on a piece of paper, he, it doesn't look great for him. But uh, he does seem to have some sort of an in with Angela. So I'm, I'm curious how how he's gonna work that angle to a. Uh, to 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 fix um you know the malolo tribe uh, yeah. which is uh as as friend of the pod uh mr jacob derwin quoted to us the the greatest tribe that has ever ever existed um, yeah even though that they that, you know they haven't won a tribal since like the second episode they won one yeah yeah out of i guess what are we down to 14 one out of one out of six but it's like most of the challenges, like like the reward. Oh yeah, reward yeah, ones yeah. They've too. lost a couple of reward ones in there, so I'm just speaking immunity. Yeah, you're right though. Um, hot take so by Derwin will... again. Welcome on the cast. We love hot <laughs> takes. Yeah, you come whenever you want. Yeah, guy. whenever you get off that island. <clears throat> um. Yeah, they've lost. Malolo hasn't won a challenge in the last six. It was the one that Mor- well, Morgan went home. Was the last one I yeah. believe, right? Well, right, the only right, one right, I right. think. Right. Yeah. Less five. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's interesting. For real, for real. Uh, so, what do you got for uh, Mr. Nail's power move of the week, Patrick? Yeah, this one is an interesting one because there's there's a lot of ways that this one can go. Um, and I don't want to say this because I feel like it aligns me a little bit too much with my wild card intellectually. But I'm going to give this one to uh, Wendell for keeping the shell for Sebastian. And here's why. I think that... It is a, it's a very, very small thing to do that meant way more than what it was. And so to me, what that shows is Wendell's understanding of the people who he is around, what matters to them, and I think that that's going to pay dividends later. I don't think that there was a huge, crazy strategic move this week, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being a little bit creative with it, but I feel like Wes collects shells you know i feel like wes has a collection that he values i feel like if um you know when keith drops one of his toys in the backyard wes picks it up for him you know i think that there's these these types of things that um might go overlooked or you might say oh sebastian loves shells he's a bit of an idiot no sir this is meaningful human interaction Um, 
So yeah, I don't I don't know how that one's going to hold up over the test of time as as a power <laughs> move. But um, yeah, what do you, what do you have? I'm interested to hear yours. So I was definitely. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Wendell guy. Uh, had my Wendell jersey on from the start of episode one. Um, preset. So I, I was. You thinking, had it on the preset. I, was thinking, I had, did have it on the preset. That's right. Thank you so much, uh, Pat the Prophet. Give me some props. Um, I did appreciate the Wendell moves. I was considering him, but um, as much as I do love Wendell, I, I think I hate Chris a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna give it to. Um, Laurel, uh, mm. for seeing right through him and co- sort of bringing it to the front, and 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 a minor shout out to the editors, just because I, I felt like they put a little bit of clown music behind Chris when he was giving his confessional at a certain point. They're the uh, unsung heroes. They're the unsung heroes. The editors of the show. Yeah, but I think Laurel's uh, Laurel's savviness and calling out a dick for what he is is I, I got I got no doubt in my mind if. Mr. West is my my boy in high school, and you know I'm a thin guy. I'm getting picked on at recess sixth grade one day. I think West is sticking his neck out for me, uh, and sticking up to the bullies like Chris and people mm-hmm. who think they're so great. Because you're not great. My man West is gonna tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, I got threw down a few times. Guaranteed. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And and only on principle. Yeah, and because he just like double-fisted 40s for the last like 10 minutes and, and finished them already standard procedure standard procedure yeah, for mr Mail. uh yeah that's but why they call it wednesday that's <laughs> survivor <laughs> wednesdays baby uh that's, hey. and uh and so that's a that's an interesting transition here uh because we both just gave our power moves to our respective locks or or hey. our counterparts locks you gave yeah. yours of course to mine i gave you yours um so Devin, i'll ask you this question i know wendell's not going anywhere from your lock Let's talk about your wild card, who is Michael, I believe, still, and your wishful is Libby. Seems like you're probably going to hang tight here. What are we thinking? I think I'm going to hang tight. The one thing that that made me consider changing was Dominic just, like, targeting Libby for, for, for no real reason because the one moment where he – sorry, where Libby um, – the first time in the episode, I'm using her name right. Right. Uh, the first can't keep it out of your <laughs> the, mouth though. The one time that Libby made a move against Morgan, she had like clearly lied to Morgan. It looked like it like genuinely weird on her. So I don't think she's this like minx that Dom is is making her out to be. I think she has like very like conflicted views about like playing the show to win or playing the show to be like true to Libby. So, yeah. I did think about it, but um, God, those abs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let's keep her on. Let's keep her on the wishful because that's what it is. Yeah, nothing but a dream, baby. Hey. It was only just a dream. <laughs> it's a deer. It's dough. It's a deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you and your lock, we got Laurel. I assume you're, you're holding tight there. Seb has got his conch shell back, so I know what I would do if I was if I was in your situation. But um, what, what do you think with your wild card? Because uh, I think the wishful is maybe more of a lock than your lock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don, Donathan's sticking sticking put. I I I don't just defining that category. I can't imagine a world where I where I change that. As long as he, I might <laughs> I might I might keep him in even after he's gone and lose points for multiple hey. weeks. Since you've been gone, we really should start singing more. I think that I think that the <laughs> listeners are gonna love it. You know. They're, We'll we'll see in the comment section a little a bit uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, positive true, feedback we get on this week the the spike in downloads if you will mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. now available on iTunes 
Um, Speak on it. But the yeah, Donathan Stan, Laurel. I'm just more impressed with myself every week. Honestly, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> had to had to put on a little Chris for you. But no, it, I she's she just. Um, I remember saying I, Laurel and James are on my radar, and then I put in Laurel and didn't put in James. So I made the right call at the time uh, because those two were aligned. Uh, but, yeah, she just impresses me. I don't think she ever really speaks first. She lets somebody else lead the conversation, and then mm-hmm. she, again, she is who they need her to be. So she's sticking in, and I feel really good about her. I think that I think between the two of us, um, the final three exists. I really do. Yeah. I believe that. Um, I think – I. I feel I, I I don't think it's in the wishful category, um, <laughs> and I think they're aptly put there. But uh, no, yeah. I'm going to keep Sebastian. I really am because I I think that he is. I don't think he's a threat to anybody, but he is a threat to go on an immunity run. He reminds me a lot of Fabio, uh, kind of mm-hmm. the, you know, and man, I will lose my shit if in final tribal council Sebastian just gives some kind of like Rhodes Scholar level yeah, intellectual yeah. speech about how he wanted to play dumb. So that, because Fabio came out and he, he won that season of Survivor by essentially saying, I played dumb so that I could do this. And I knew that if I did that, I'd have to win a whole bunch at the end. And I did. And so the, the, right. the blueprint is there for Sebastian. And maybe mm-hmm. I'm giving him too much credit. It was an maybe I'm way, giving yeah. Fabio too much credit. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the, the, it's been done this way before. And I think he could do it again. And I really do just I, – I think that no one's going to dislike Sebastian. He right. will only ever go because they feel like they have to get rid of him, and I feel like there's a lot of bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yeah. I think he's certainly lower on the totem pole. Right. Uh, so that – yeah, yeah. And, 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 I mean, when he's in trouble, you know, he I mean, he certainly seems to have, like, the athletic prowess uh, to, to be able to pull off a, an immunity win. Um, he's certainly fit, so – uh, he, he could pull off the timely W when he needs it. Um, I do, I really like, if we had two locks, my other lock would probably be Laurel, not to just agree yeah. on everything. Yeah. But she, she really, and, and then the fact that she doesn't talk first, you know, she's like contemplating everything she's hearing too. So she's probably maybe the most information. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, when the time comes, she will go out and make a big move to kind of like assert herself in the game and, and have it on her resume for uh, for down the road when she needs it. And before we, yeah, I completely agree. And before before we wrap up, I want to I want to pose this pose one question to you. Um, we talk a lot about how people are on the good side of the numbers and the circumstances is what it is. Um, oftentimes, we see people's true colors when they lose those numbers. And I I firmly believe that Kellen Bradley Des that whole clique will fall apart if they lose the numbers. My question to you is, do you think that Bradley can navigate this whole thing with the numbers? Because if he does, knowing where he's at right now and knowing the people that he's inevitably going to piss off, we would we would have to begrudgingly tip our cap in that scenario. Do you think he could do it? Because I almost think that he has enough charisma to do it, as much as I hate to admit it. I... When I saw that he was with Dom, it was like it was like my biggest fear is coming true. Not just because I like Dom, but because I was like, it's like a diverse enough portfolio at this point where he can like douche his way to the end, yeah. and just like tricking these people. You know what I mean? Uh, because Kellen has like Kellen and Desiree, are, I don't think are are that savvy. Chelsea, he like even poo pooed in his confessional, and then 
I, I don't know, Dom and him like genuinely seem tight. So he's got a like strong crew that he's working with there. I think the thing that would do him in is if, if someone like figured out that he is this sort of like master of puppets and then, you know, I don't think he's going to be such a threat in the individual yeah. challenge unless it's like uh, somehow they make a challenge about talking down to people. Uh, I think that he's probably not going to be on a, on a spree of wins. So uh, Chris might even, you know, come around and be the one who like spearheads getting him out. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see because it's, they, they do seem to just be getting on the right side of the numbers. And frankly, it might be tough to knock him off that pole just because yeah. of the number of athletes and, you know, he's douchey certainly, but Chris is more in your face. Dom's more in your face. You know, there's there's a lot of there's actually there might not be too many characters like that, but uh, yeah, there's there's enough that I could see him surviving well into the merge, and at that point he might have enough numbers to make it happen. Right, for sure, for sure, and he, yeah, he might find idol or get an advantage or something. So we'll see what happens. Um, I think maybe we leave it on Pat this week in Patrick in the challenge. Are you a shot caller or are you being blindfolded and walking in the crowd? Ooh, because here's the thing. Um, I think I kill this as a shot caller. I really do. Yeah. But All right. I don't know that I want to put myself in that position. It's just a, it's just, it's a, it's a do or die position. But yeah. to me, I think, cause they, they always say, give you a moment to strategize. This one would just they very rarely sense. show it. Oh, they never show it. The one gosh, man, I got, I forgot about this earlier, but have you ever seen, um, the way, I don't know if this was a 4d chess move by Michael when he was breaking down past tribals on the, the reconvene like he really broke down those past tribals to oh, yeah, Kellen yeah. and Dez and uh, uh, Angela and kind of I think made and, and him and James did that which might have like made them think a little bit more about maybe the fractures in their alliance I, I don't mm-hmm. think I've, I've seen that like really much detail into what happened to those tribals I'm sure it happens but I don't think they right, show yeah, it yeah. no yeah that's a good point yeah, that's a good point yeah no that was it was it was like good behind the scenes uh, juice there. No, I didn't. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah. yeah, I would like to 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 maybe 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 it already exists. Maybe we should check out. Or if we should pitch it for sure to have like a. I do like the behind the scenes, like the a deeper look at a specific conversation, like uncut right, on yeah. the website or something like that. That you know can't put the whole thing in the episode, but it was super interesting mm-hmm. twenty minute conversation. If you want to watch, it, you can. Uh, but yeah, I I think that the with the moment to strategize, I feel like you could pull it off with very simple instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, the puzzle thing, um, that might be tough. That, that's, a re- that, that's a really tough task to communicate to blind people how to put a puzzle together. Yeah, but we did also see the, the one person that lost was the only person stupid enough not to be like, the shape is a circle, so everything that's curved, yeah. you should probably just push to the edges. And scream at Kellen. It's just yeah. not going not gonna to end well. Oh, uh, man. All right, well, uh, I think that's it for this week. Our picks are in. We're posting it up. We got the audio figured out, my friends. Available on iTunes. Um, available on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Devin. He's still Pat the Prophet. Mm. Mm. We got nothing for you. All right.